I was hanging out with one of my girlfriends the other day, and she was telling me that she's in this group of highly accomplished women who, uh, it's a goal setting group. So they hold each other accountable. And she said at the end of it, um, they were talking about hitting all their goals and checking the boxes on their accomplishments. And she said, as soon as they were done, they started saying things like, well, once this is done, then I can work on toning up. Or once I accomplish this, then I can finally get back into the gym and work on losing weight. Or once I do this, I can finally go on that diet. And we were talking, my girlfriend and I, and it was just really interesting because here is this group of incredibly amazing women, highly accomplished, both in their careers and their family lives. And as soon as they are done putting their energy into something, you know, so amazing, world-changing, influential, they want to drop it all and start like counting macros or start, quote, toning up. And, you know, it made me think because I have a lot of clients that come in my door with the question, Jess, how much weight do I need to lose? And it's so fascinating to me because most of the time they don't actually need to lose weight. And it's really more of a perception of how they experience living in their body. What I want to do today is give you guys some hands-on tools of how to figure out is, I don't want to say weight loss because you guys know I, I tend to like be more behavioral focused instead of outcome focused when it comes to nutrition and exercise. And I think focusing on weight loss is a outcome measure instead of a focus on like behavior change. But I do want to help you navigate that question. Like, do I actually need to lose weight? Is it something I need to focus my energy on? And if not, how do I let this go and use my energy and allocate my energy in productive, helpful, wonderful ways that really make our world a better place? Y'all know I've been doing this diet debunking series. I've been loving it. I've been loving your feedback, but it has really brought me to this topic today in which we're discussing how do we navigate this? Okay, so if I don't need to do keto, I've decided intermittent fasting isn't for me, but I still don't feel great in my body. So what's what now? Like we've debunked the diets. What's next? I want to let you know that I'm going to be giving you those tools today, but I also have been working so hard on putting together an e-course for you guys. Um, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations is the combination of empowered and intuitive eating and gentle nutrition. So really working through that reconnection with our body, our biological cues. So we're going to do the emotional and the intuitive work first, and then we're going to dive into, okay, what is best for me to fuel my body with now that I have this internal awareness and I can, you know, try out some intentional eating and decide if that's good for my body if it feels good and I should continue to do it or if it's something I need to let go so it is this process guys is so unique to everyone I mean I can give you as much as I can here on the podcast but really the unique nature of your process has to be individualized and so that is what this e-course is is it's walking you through that process so you can Figure this out for yourself and never have to be tempted by whatever the fad diet is or whatever the latest and greatest is. Like you have this food foundation to stand on and nobody's going to sway you. All right. So excited for all of the above. Let's dive into do you actually need to lose weight? 
Hey girl, you are so amazing and you possess this unique inner awesome that the world so desperately needs. And guess what? Your body size has nothing to do with that part of you. But I get it. I spent way too many years living in insecurity and I've spent the last decade working with women just like you who struggle with the same. And when it comes down to it, I think our amazingness becomes all too easily eclipsed by two things. Body bullying, which in turn impacts how we take care of our body and our health. Whether it's overeating, undereating, overexercise, not moving at all, moving from dieting to the anti-diet culture, girl, the pendulum just keeps swinging. I started this podcast because it's time to break up with body bullying and find a way to live balanced in your body. I'm Jess, body bully warrior, registered dietitian, and food freedom guru. I love talking about food and nutrition because I believe knowledge is power. And when we have knowledge and we know how to navigate that within our own body and our own story, we can be unstoppable. (laughs) If you're looking for more support, please email me at jessbrownrd at gmail.com. And I'd love to be in your corner personally and walk with you on your food freedom journey. Let's stop letting culture define health, beauty, and what we should and shouldn't eat so we can finally live free in our own body. Grab that cup of coffee or lace up those running shoes and let's dive in to today's show. Last week I had awesome new client. She came to see me. She's a CPA, so it's a super busy season for her. And actually it's been a super busy year because lots has been going on in the tax world. And she came to me and said, okay, I've got about eight pounds that I haven't lost post-pregnancy and I really just, I don't feel good in it. So I need to lose this. And I said, okay. So we kind of worked through some of her values and tried to decide like what's most important to her when it comes to um, her body and her food choices. And what it came down to was she wanted to have the time and energy to spend with her family. She wanted to have the time and energy to um, really have productive work days. And she wanted to feel good when she was getting dressed for all of the above. And I said, okay, let's do this. So we ended up making a fuel plan. So if you've never worked with me, my fuel plans are my method of meal planning. So it provides like this roadmap without too much structure. So I do like the macro and the calorie counting on the back end and help translate that into fuel for you. So you have like a daily checklist of how to fuel your body with um, some intention, but lots of room for flexibility. This is what my app is. And the app, I'm <laughs> being a total perfectionist. Uh, I made like two more tweaks, so it got delayed another two weeks. But you know, I'd rather it be something <laughs> that I'm really proud of that I think is going to help all you. So that is still to come. But in the meantime, I have this whole system done manually. So I made her a fuel plan and she took it and um, it went really well for about a week. Like she did great. And then I emailed her the following week and just checked in, said, hey, how you doing? And she just said, gosh, you know, I felt really good while I was doing that. But I didn't even think that choosing to make these changes during this time in my life was probably not the smartest move because my capacity is so limited right now. Like I'm so overwhelmed at work. I just I got nothing left during the day. And We ended up having a follow-up session where we had an amazing discussion, but we went back to that, okay, we get that you don't feel great. Like, sure, the extra eight pounds post-pregnancy doesn't feel awesome every time you put on jeans, but is weight loss something that you actually need to do right now? So I have a few questions that I asked her, and I want to ask all of you if you are someone that is in this, like, I want to lose weight space, and you relate to the client I'm referring to. So number one, do you 
need to lose weight from a health standpoint. And what I mean by that is, do you have certain health comorbidities that can be associated with excess food intake? So I'm not even talking about weight. I'm talking about um, like certain things like high triglycerides, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, elevated fasting blood glucose, or elevated A1C. Like, do you have any of these biomarkers that are indicating your food intake is beyond what your body needs? So that actually doesn't have anything to do with your weight. Your weight can be a reflection of it, but it's not directly associated with your weight. Weight, It's directly associated with your food choices. So do you actually need to lose weight? Now, if you answer no to all of that, you have no abnormal blood work, you don't have prediabetes, and it's really just this extra like cushion that you're not loving, okay, then no, you do not need to lose weight. You do not need to focus on your food changes. You may want to though. Okay, so we got that sorted out. And I also want to be clear here because I have a lot of clients that come in who they don't necessarily have an eating disorder, but they definitely have some disordered eating where they're like, I want to lose weight. I just, you know, I want this muffin top gone. I want my jeans. I want my stomach to be flat. I want, um, I know you name it, whatever it is. But in reality, for them to lose that, you know, five to 10 pounds, it's going to require a level of malnutrition that actually puts them at nutritional risk. And weight loss is not only, not only do they not need to lose weight, It's also medically contraindicated and quite frankly dangerous and can slow their metabolism. It can pull from their nutrition. It can instigate malnutrition, levels of malnutrition. We can start seeing iron levels drop. We can see sleep patterns disrupted. We could see hormone cycles messed up and they lose their periods. So if you are still not sure, if you're like, Jess, I don't have any like medical reason to focus on weight loss. My blood work's fine but I still feel bad and I just can't quite wrap my head around letting that go because in my head, I still think I need to lose weight. I am happy to help you with that. So get on my calendar. I will very quickly help you navigate that question and find both emotional and scientific reasons why letting go of weight loss will best serve you. Because ladies, if you don't have those medical comorbidities that need you to focus on behavior change, again, not weight, you do not need to lose weight. It's a want. Okay, so once we figure out, okay, I don't need to lose weight, but I would like to, or or perhaps you have discovered that you would benefit from more intentional eating because of high blood pressure, elevated blood glucose, or whatever it is. So if that's you, next question, do you have the capacity to add intentional eating to your routine at this moment in your life? So what is your life routine right now? In the case of my CPA client, she really didn't have the capacity right now. So we, she was set up. I mean, we got her the meal plan. She had all the tools. And then she was left feeling like she failed, even though she didn't really fail. In reality, all it was is she was prioritizing her career and her kids and her family over, you know, macro counting. And why is that bad? Like, when did our culture make us believe that, hyper-focusing on our calorie intake to lose that last five pounds that isn't quite even necessary is something that needs to be prioritized over our family and our career and our purpose in life. What about those of you who are like, yeah, but Jess, I'm pre-diabetic. Like, I don't really have the capacity 
but my health is suffering and I, I need to find the capacity. Okay, I have good news. There are ways to do this and you don't have to be extreme. You don't have to, you know, purge your entire pantry of all things, quote, bad. There are very, very targeted tactical behavior changes you can take to help walk you on that journey. I would love to help you with that. Those are highly individualized. So if that's you, I would love, love to help you with that. Email me at jessbrownrd at gmail.com. I think this is where you guys are in a bind because you've got like a little bit of this fear or angst. Like my health is at risk here. Yeah, I don't have the capacity or the tools. So I'm going to grab keto or I'm going to grab intermittent fasting. And then we start going back to these more extreme patterns before we find ways to really integrate it in a safe and productive and really it's a journey. I mean, it's not a switch. It's a journey. And I just want to let you all know now that there is a way to do that. It's just going to take time. It's going to take patience in yourself, but I would love to walk on that journey with you. Speaking of journey brings me to my next question. Are you willing to be curious and patient with your journey? So if you've decided weight loss is something that you will be focusing on, are you willing to be patient? Are you willing to give yourself room for flexibility? Are you willing to allow yourself to, quote, mess up and learn from it rather than going into judgment mode or like, oh, I've I've messed it up. Now I'm going to throw in the towel and I'm going to eat whatever I want for the next two days and then I'll get back on the wagon Monday. Because if that's where you're at, then focusing on weight loss is probably not the thing that is best serving you. And it's probably not giving you, it's not adding to your life. It's not that positive nutrition mindset. It's really more of a pathological nutrition mindset. And there are better ways to spend your energy. Ladies, I think we are trained to think that all weight gain equals bad, lazy, something's wrong with us. We have so much pressure to be all, do all, get it perfectly, and then look really good while you're doing it. I was on a a, um, website the other day where one of the headlines, it was a mom website, and I love this website, but one of the headlines was secret places sugar is lurking in your kid's food. And I just thought like, ah, that's so scary. And it's it's a bummer because that stuff sells. I mean, I clicked on it. (laughs) And I think, you know, it makes sense that we feel this pressure because we're constantly bombarded with it. So we're going to have to work really hard to lay a solid food foundation to stand on. I digress (laughs) to these headlines, these fear tactic headlines. We're trained to think that all weight gain equals bad. We're lazy. We've done something wrong. When in reality, I think oftentimes our weight gain is a reflection of us prioritizing other things. And we have to decide if, not our culture, we need to decide if that is something we are okay with or we are not okay with. So in the case of my CPA client, After her and I chatted, she came to the realization that she loves her job. She loves the freedom and flexibility she feels with her family. She's not in a place where she wants to go to the gym five days a week for an hour, get up at, you know, 4.30 a.m. She's just not there. She doesn't want to do it. So based on her values assessment, we decided that putting away the the more structured fuel plan really wasn't serving her. And instead, she just focused on some basic health foundations like Um, She was working on getting four servings of fruits and veggies every day, drinking all her water, and getting adequate sleep. Like some of that basic stuff that, (laughs) raise your hand if you are one of those, that these these very like basic tasks seem very difficult. 
me. I am raising my hand because I am one of them. I mean, I so quickly lose sleep because I stay up late. I get up early. And if I'm not intentional with my fruits and veggies, if I don't make my smoothie, I definitely am lucky to get like one a day. I know. I'm a dietitian. I do this for a living. And it's saying it's hard. (laughs) It's really hard. It has to be built in to your habits. And that can take time. So for her, we decided to just stay on some of that food foundation, which you guys know what? In the long term, that's amazing. I mean, if you eat four to five servings of fruits and vegetables five days of the week, that's incredible. I mean, that's more than 80% of Americans are doing. So (laughs) I'm proud to know you. And if you worked on getting sleep and just upping your sleep by 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, again, you are doing better than 60% of Americans. So keep it up there. Don't underestimate those foundational behavior changes. Now, if you feel like you are in a place where you have the capacity and the energy and you're ready for a change, like you are ready to put the work in to feel better in your body or feel like you're more confident in your body, you feel more empowered by your eating choices, and you've got the time and you're ready to put the work in, this is going to be when you will reach out for support and help and get a fuel plan, get those tactical focused nutrition goals. You'll work on supplements. You'll work on meeting your protein needs, which ladies, meeting your protein needs, it takes work. It gets harder. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm just not like my husband. I can't, when I have steak, it's like I want the potatoes and the veggies and then I want you know, pie afterwards (laughs) or wine with it. I just can't sit there and be satisfied with like steak and potatoes. My husband can have like a 16 to 18 ounce steak and nothing else just with like some herbs and garlic crushed on top and he's satisfied. So I don't know, maybe you're like him, but I am not and I have to work to get my protein. Okay, so going over those questions again, first of all, do you actually need to lose weight? Medically need to lose weight, not culturally driven, I don't like my body and I want it to be more, quote, perfect need to lose weight? Do you have the capacity to add intentional eating into your life at this moment in this season of your life? And are you willing to be curious and patient with this journey? Take those three questions, run with them. Let me know what you find. If you find you want some help, I'm here for you. I'm in your corner. I would love to walk with you and write you Um, those fuel plans, or if you're just stuck and you're like, Jess, I can't, I can't let go of it. I, I answered those questions. I don't need to lose weight, but I still want to. And I don't know what to do with that. I live for those conversations. Shoot me an email, jessbrownrd at gmail.com. I am in your corner. I would be so honored. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this conversation and working to channel our energy towards productive, helpful things. Let's allow ourselves to be confident in who we are, imperfections and all, and let's channel and allocate our energy towards productive, helpful things that make this world a better place because our world needs a lot of love right now. We don't got time to count macros. Uh, We we have work to do in a lot of areas. All right, ladies, I hope you all have a beautiful, gorgeous spring day. Enjoy the sunshine. Get that vitamin D. Cheers and happy eating. Ladies, it is such an honor to walk with you on this journey. I cannot tell you how much each of your notes mean to me. Every single review, DM, 
message that you send me on how this podcast has added value to your life. Guys, it fuels my fire. So thank you for that. The best thing you can do to thank me is to head on over to iTunes, leave a review and subscribe. And then take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your social media, tag me at JustBrownRD. I would love for you to share it with others. And then I would love to share your story. And together we can spread the word that we are more than our bodies and our food choices and how to more productively fuel our inner awesome.